Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Praise the Lord, Sister Monica and family members who are online. I want to say happy Friday. I want to thank all the singers this morning and want to thank my brother, you know, who definitely stand out as a man as well. We have a lot of prayer warriors, a lot of praying women, but, you know, God be the glory that men are also standing up for the Lord. And this morning we want to give God praise. I want to give God thanks for all that he has done and what he continues to do in Jesus' name. Thank you so much, Sister Monica. Uh, please indeed keep Brother Patrick in your prayers as we journey on this pilgrimage. Uh, I'm ready. Are you ready? We are ready looking for the second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father in heaven, we come this morning. We come in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Approach in thy mercy seat, Lord, because we are in need of your mercy. We are in need of thee this morning, Lord, and this need only you can supply. Move me out the way, Lord. Push me aside, Lord, and put your robe now. Cover me, Lord. As I stand in the gap on behalf of the family as well, each and every one online, and those whom you are still appealing to and calling, I pray this morning, Lord, that you will move with power and you will move with might and you will speak to our heart as we surrender everything over to you now. In the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we pray. We ask these things with forgiveness of our sins, with thanksgiving to you be the glory. Bless your name, Lord. Bless your name, Lord. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Growing up in the Caribbean, you find out that there are a lot of lessons. Growing up with grandparents or older folks, they teach you a lot of parables. They teach you things that make you ponder. And sometimes you wonder, what are they talking about? But not until you start to grow older and you get older, then you realize what they're talking about. This parable is not the same day that the leaf falls in the water, it rots. As a child, what would that mean to you? It is not the same day the leaf falls in the water, it rots. It takes time 
gradually. Over time, it will do it. But it will happen because it's in the water. I remember my grandmother couldn't see well. So I used to be her mouthpiece. We go to the market. I would have to lead her. We go to the bank, the stores. And leading someone, that means you must have to have some direction where you're going, what you're doing. And you have to be in front of them, taking your time, because they're using you as a gauge, as a guide. How do you lead someone? Well, this morning, the story comes from Mark, chapter 8, verses 22. Mark, chapter 8, beginning at verse 22. Lord, bless your word now, and may it be water and light to us, in Jesus' name. Amen. And he cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him. And he besought him and touched him. And he took the blind man by hand. And led him out of the town. They took a blind man to Christ. And Jesus took him by hand. He held him by his hand. And he led him out of the town. And when he had spat on his eyes and put his hand upon him, he asked him if he saw aught. Are you blind this morning? Would you like Christ to lead you this morning? And in what direction would you want him to lead you? What do you want to see? I mean, when you think about it, the woman with the issue of blood just touched the hem of his garment and she received healing. There are other situations that happen where anyone who touches Christ got healing. And here is a blind man being led by Christ. And he wasn't healed immediately by that touch so warm and gentle to lead a blind man out of the town. Verse 24, and he looked upon him and said, 
I see men as trees walking mercy. I mean, we're talking about Jesus here. We're talking about our Lord and Savior. So many miracles. We're talking about Christ who raised the dead, not once or twice. But there are at least three occasions that come to my mind right now. And here is a blind man that Christ uses his spit upon his eyes and asks the blind man, can you see art? And the blind man responds, no, I see men walking as trees. How does this blind man know what even trees look like. Is this telling us then that this man wasn't actually born blind, but it seems that he went to the town and on the way into the town, he got blind into the town? Because if Christ led him out of the town and said, and, and, and touch him, his eyes, put spit upon his eyes, And now ask him the question, what are you seeing? Man walking as trees, he responded. Christ is doing something for you this morning, and he's asking you also the question, what are you seeing? Are you only seeing the troubles and the trials and the testing that you're going through? Or are you seeing that the progression of your Christian walk, that these trials and testing is just encouraging you to tell you that, yes, I'm being worked on. What would this Christian walk and life be without the trials and the testing? What are your eyes blinded to that you need the Lord to open them? How do you see your fellow man, your fellow brothers, who are going through situations, who are going through the struggles. Do you want the Lord to lead you by your hand this morning? Verse 25, after that, he put his hand again upon his eyes and made him look up and He was restored and saw every man clearly. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord will not do a partial work on you and I this morning. He said that the work that was started is faithful to finish it, to complete it. You are in the process of being completed. The Lord wants to do something mighty in your life this morning, in your family life this morning, in your neighborhood this morning. 
he didn't stop at the first time. I mean, this is our Lord and Savior. And here it is. That Christ touched him the first time. Put some spit upon his eyes the first time. I mean, there are so many that got healing by just him pronouncing the word. There's so many. There was even a case of blindness where the Lord put some spit on some mud and touched the man's eyes and the man see all in one situation. And here it is that the Lord goes back a second time and touches eyes. Is this your second touch this morning? Is this your second touch? Do you need a second touch so you can see clearly? The Lord is faithful, and he will complete this work. Allow the process to happen. It's like cooking. You cannot just put the food in the pot and then turn off the stove as it boiled up and say the food is cooked. It's a process. It has to cook completely and properly. Is your trial, is your test dampering your vision so you can't see clearly the way that the Lord wants to point you or the way that the Lord wants to lead you? The blind man responds. I can see man clearly. Do you want to see clearly this morning? The Lord's hand is not short. Verse 26 says, And he sent him away to his house, saying, Neither go into the town, nor tell it to any man in the town. Mercy. Why is the Lord telling him, listen, I don't want you to go back into the town. I don't want you to tell it to any man in the town. Is this suggesting then that this man was not from the town? But because of him going into the town, he got blinded. He got blinded with the wonderful things that the town offers. What is in the city that has blinded us? I mean, here in Toronto, we have street that you can just walk on or drive on, and you can buy man or woman. There are so many strip joints and bars together. Sometimes even hotels join on to the strip. There are so many parties. Or there are so many things happening in the town. 
you are pressured in your mind because your neighbor got a new pair of shoes or some new clothes or you heard about a sale. And even though you don't have the money for that, you're saying, you know what, I'm going to go and get a few things and get some stuff that you don't even need. What happens when you live in the town? The pressure. Is it that you're not getting enough oxygen so you can see, you can breathe properly? In the town, it's congested. And it's easily for you to be led astray. Of course, we have to go to the town. Because that's how you evangelize. That's where your evangelism begins and you reach out. But it's also good to live on the countryside. It's also good to live a bit out of the town because you are more connected with God because you can go into nature. You understand the Lord by just looking at the creatures, you know, the bugs and the bees and the running water. You're able more to to, to kind of connect with God. It makes your mind think, oh, Lord, how amazing you are. I'm not saying that this cannot happen in the town, but in the town there is so much sirens and so much distraction, you know, fights and so much drama. The Lord told the man, do not go into the town, nor tell anyone in the town. Why did the Lord tell this man that? But he told him, go to your house. The Lord wants to do something with you as well. And I as well. In our homes. The Lord is calling you and I and saying, listen, it is a gradual walk. Sometimes I might have to touch you more than once. This blind man was touched more than once before he received his healing. Your Christian walk and journey is a gradual Day by day, learning how to surrender. Day by day, allowing the Holy Spirit to continue the work which Christ has started in you. Day by day. It's not one time. Maybe for some of us, yes. But majority, it's a daily progression. Look at the disciples, for example. Christ called them. But yet still, even if you want to put it, his right-hand man, Peter, was not even converted even up until Christ's death. But they have done miracles. They have gone out. He has walked on water. So you see the progression. When you can look back, Christ is saying it's a progress with him and the lord is saying i want to touch you a second time to make sure that you can see clearly i want to lead you 
Would you allow the Lord to lead you this morning? He wants to do it for you and I. Verse 27 says, And Jesus went out and his disciples into the town of Kersia, Philippi. And by the way, he asked his disciple, saying unto them, Whom do men say that I am? You hear a lot of things. You hear about the gospel. You hear about what Christ is doing in someone else's life. You hear of powerful testimony how God miraculously saved some people. You hear about how uh, lives are being changed and affected daily. With what Christ is doing. You hear about preachers. You hear about your neighbors. You hear about transforming of life. And you're saying to yourself. How come it didn't happen to me as yet? Well I got good news this morning. Something good is about to happen. Because something good is in store for you. Just be willing to be led by his hand. Verse 28 says, And they answered, John the Baptist. But some say Elias. And others say one of the prophets. And he said unto them, But whom say he that I am? Whom say he that I am? The Lord wants to give you your personal experience with him that means when you are testifying that means when you are sharing that means when the lord call upon you you can testify who god is in your life because you have been led by his hand you have heard of whom man say that he is but the Lord wants to lead you and make you have your personal experience that you can answer. But whom do you say that I am? Are you willing to go through that process? The wise proverb is that is not the same day the leaf falls in the water, it rots. It's over time. It's a process. And the Lord has started a process in your life. And he is leading you. And sometimes it takes more than one touch. It takes more than one touch. 
but the Lord wants to give you that experience. Whom do you say that I am? In Jesus' name. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Not be all else to me, save that thou art. Thou my best thought, but day or by night, waking or sleeping, thy presence, my light, he leadeth me, oh blessed thought, oh with heavenly comfort fraught. Whatever I do, wherever I be, still tis God's hand that leadeth me. He leadeth me, he leadeth me, by his own hand he leadeth me. His faithful follower I would be, for by his hands he leadeth me. Great God in heaven, we come this morning. Need to be led by your great hand. Need, Lord, to see clearly. Allow us to trust the process, Lord. We want to see clearly, Lord. But only you, O great God, can finish this wonderful, marvelous work that you have started. Allow the scale of sin to fall from our eyes, just like you did for Paul. When you transform him from Saul. Allow it to fall, Lord, so we can see clearly. Lead us, Lord. Lead us, Lord. We cannot see. We have been blinded, Lord. The things of this world. The troubles, the trials, the problems. We have been blinded, Lord. But the vanity. Our cry this morning is that you lead us. 
touch us a second time, Lord, so we understand. Please, Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy. As we give you the praise, as we give you the honor, and as we give you the glory. In Jesus' name we pray, as we will now have the prayer request. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.